Welcome, everybody. It's your host, Rick, and this is Get Unstuck, Live Happy and Free, a podcast that I hope uh, will definitely help you out in life with some of the crap that we all got to go through. Um, please uh, do check out the show notes. You'll see some uh, great resources there, links to our guests. And please uh, check out the donation links if you can, or buy me a gosh darn coffee if you like. I'm happy to take it um and really do appreciate it helps keep the show alive uh like i say you can link up with our guests as well there so if you hear somebody on the show that you're interested in what they do or want to read their books or whatever uh, you can see the links uh, for them in the show notes as well if they've got some um and yes and please check out uh, on redbubble.com you just go redbubble.com and do a search for studio 17 designs um, that's studio and then the number 17 designs with a letter Z. Uh, they've got uh, some great funny and inspirational like birthday and holiday, Halloween, Christmas and stuff for dancers, I think, and movie and TV business folks, but just for everybody. Um, so great inspirational uh, sayings and slogans and funny stuff that, you know, you can throw onto a T-shirt or a hat or a mug and put it at your desk at work when you're having a crappy day and lift your spirits up. Um, but uh, please support them as well. Hopefully it can help you get through some of the crappy stuff that we all go through. And uh, now we're just continuing on with part two of the last podcast. So check out part one of this. So you know where we left off and what the hell we're talking about. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how, well, how do know, you know? Um, I suppose when you are, well, this is for me, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when, and, and this, is, this, is, this is very personal to me, and this won't resonate with everybody, but I'm sure it will resonate with, with yeah, many. This is a great example. When I'm not always looking forward to the next thing, when I'm not always going for the next big leap, but I'm happy where I am. Mm, that's, that's that for me is when I know I'm going to be. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I've got like, uh, you know, I'm married. I've got two incredible children. I've got a fabulous job. Like, but I, I, there are things that are on my to-do list, which I don't feel I'm going to be able to just you know, release the pressure and just be be in the moment until I'm there. Mm -hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it's all about, I mean, when you were describing it, what came to my mind was contentment, you know, being content where you are. I mean, I was saying it right before you said the words and it's like, yeah, that you can sort of relax in your own space where you happen to be at the moment um, and not yep. not be so preoccupied with wanting to get out of it uh, or like you say, yep. move on to that next thing. Um, and I, that that's, a, that's an interesting thing for me to even think about, you know, personally. Um, I guess I would only say to myself that uh, I want to make sure it's not the comfort thing as opposed to contentment because those are two totally different things right like you can be yeah. comfortable and okay you know with this job or this life 
but you're not really content with it, right? Uh, I guess yeah. once you're content, that means you are both comfortable and happy, you know, in, in that situation. Yeah. Um, well, when you, when you talk with um, clients and it comes to life coaching, you mentioned about, you know, running your own business. And on the show here, we have lots of folks that want to chat about you know, how they change their careers or businesses, because you know, obviously that's such a huge thing in, uh, in folks' lives. Um, and takes, you know, 80% of our day and, and all of that. Um, so for folks out there who, you know, are concerned about that, thinking that, well, maybe this is it, um, you know, maybe this is my problem or, or dilemma, um, how, how do you start out? I know maybe you ask those questions like, well, what do you want to do or what do you want your business to be? Um so I just want to have you chat a little bit more about that, like maybe some practical things that somebody who's not coming to see you, um, you know, that they can be doing um, on their own to sort of get that, that work started. And in a wise way, because you also don't want to, you know, take a year or two and do a lot of prep work and all this research and whatever to then just basically say, Mm, well, that's not for me. You know what I mean? So I'm just wondering like what your suggestions are on like a, a wise or efficient way to, to figure out, um, you know, where you, where you would want to be with your work. Yeah. Um, well, like I said earlier, I think it's about in the first instance, it's about having clarity about what you want. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be a majorly big pivot. Like it could just be a small adjustment to what you're doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. but, but get clear on what you want and then do your research. Do your research around what the different options are. Maybe it's, maybe it's in terms of training maybe it's in terms of um you know uh, like completely re-educating yourself maybe it's just about finding a gap in the market and working out how you can fill it mm. or in my case um i ended up i i i ended up being a counselor leaving my council um my social work career but then i inadvertently i had created my nemesis because I was what I was a couples counselor um, who only wanted to work in the evenings at weekends. <laughs> so I ended up wanting to work for myself so I could spend more time with my daughter mm. and my young family, but then ended up creating a job that took me away from them completely. Mm. Um, and that was because in a way I hadn't, you know, in my naivety, I hadn't really done my research properly um so do your research work out a what you want to do how you can do it how it's going to work around you and then just start making small adjustments to how you can do it you know reduce your hours at work or start doing something in the evenings two evenings a week or maybe on a Saturday and just you know get a feel for what's out there it doesn't have to be a drastic move I mean, I think, you know, one of the real benefits, um, slightly controversial, but one of the real benefits of the pandemic is wow. that we've all had time to re actually really work out what we want to do. We we've had time at home. We've had time with our family um, and we've had time to kind of say, like, this is 
this is bullshit. Like, I right, don't want to yeah. do this anymore. Exactly. Right. I'm, I'm going to do it like this now instead. Um, and especially in that first year when, when, when literally the world ground to a halt, I think mm. we had time to really take stock and just work out how do I want this to be? Um, what do I really want it to look like? Um, like for me now, I only work school hours. Well, I work one evening because I've got my group coaching program, which uh, I run in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm done by by six thirty in the evening, and and I'm really clear like that is my family time, that is my boundary. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, at, at, at no point would I give anybody any misguided information or advice and say it's a piece of cake because <laughs> no, it's not a piece of cake, right? Yeah, Creating absolutely. the life that we want for ourselves is sometimes hard, but it, but it's, it's worth it. It's worth, it's worth it. It's um, what does my best friend always say? Um, short-term pain for long-term gain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Um, one thing you mentioned earlier, I think, is um, really important for everybody since, you know, this life is all about the relationships we have with other people. Um, and, you know, we touched upon, you know, self-examination and trying to figure out, uh, you know, what makes you happy, where you really want to be, what past experiences or trauma may be affecting you today and so on. Um, but you, you said something that not a lot of people say, and that is, and then also think about your partner um, and where they are, you know, or maybe yeah. what issues that they still have or have never worked through. So I'm curious yeah. what your, you know, thoughts are on, you know, let's say somebody in the relationship, they are, you know, uh, listening uh, to your shows or, you know, shows like this, or they're reading the books, they, they feel like, well, I'm, I'm doing the work on myself, right. To try and get in a better place. And, and I'm doing that and that's going to make my partner happier. Right. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm doing my partner a favor too, as well as a bigger favor for myself, but, um, my partner doesn't seem to be that, you know, that way, or they, I, I try to not, you know, try to really gently, you know, nudge them into something or expose them to something, leave my books out on the table, whatever it might be. Right. Um, and since, you know, we can only be in our own head, nobody knows the reasons, you know, other people are how they are or the decisions that they make. And as much as we may out of a good place think, well, I think they probably have an issue, you know, or they told me some, a little story about when they were younger and, you know, this thing that happened. um, And so you have an inkling like, well, they could benefit from this, you know, and I'm just doing it to try and help them. Um, What's your, you know, suggestions, the folks who, you know, they feel like, well, I'm doing it. Maybe this could help you too. Or maybe they strongly feel you really need to do this stuff too, or else we're never going to make it. Um, You know, how do you approach your partner about that stuff? Because I mean, of, I was going to say, sorry to interrupt, but, you know, because if it's only, on. you know, it's like if you got two squeaky wheels, right, and only one of them, you know, smoothens out, um, the other one still is dragging the car down, right? Yeah, but, um, well, first, first of all, yeah, you're absolutely right. But one person doing the work in the relationship can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, 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 
like never not to do the work just because your partner might be reluctant Mm -hmm. um because you can give reflection i mean it it depends on the quality of the relationship right i mean it 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 has to depend on the quality of the relationship and, and what what the openness is between those two people yeah um you can help your partner um by 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 observing things and kind of commenting um and and it depends how how open they are couples work is always great Mm. couples work is 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 great if if they're both willing to do it yeah um my course um my program is is is, um has got eight modules um and even though it's it's directed towards mums um I, I'm always like share it with your partner like share it with your husband if, if he wants to do the modules as well like absolutely mm-hmm. like they're they're they they're not gender specific from that point of view mm-hmm. but most of the time it's just about communication most of the time it's just about being able to have those conversations and keep that conversation going mm-hmm how how you communicate with each other how you observe each other's strengths and weaknesses how you talk about those how you agree how you i mean i'm i'm big on communication but, but i'm also really big on kind of like remember what the goal is the the, the goal is that you want to be together the goal mm-hmm. is that you want to be united as a unit but also as a family so keep bringing it back to that you know if you want if there are difficulties that both of you have got and I mean in my experience you know we, we all come with our own yeah, baggage yeah um you don't you know obviously speaking to somebody neutral is always going to be beneficial but if there's resistance mm. to do that just keep the conversation open between the two of you and work together remember the goal that, that you're working together as a team yeah that's a great piece of advice because we sometimes get wrapped up in, you know, okay, well, I'll address my own issues, you address your issues. And then you think like, okay, well, then, you know, everything will be fine, because we won't have our own baggage anymore. But um, you're so right in saying that, you know, you've got to have that common goal that you're both going after and really be clear on what the heck that is because you know if one of you is heading one way and the other one thinks you're you know as a as a unit are heading in a different way that uh that misunderstanding ends up uh, not turning out well i've experienced that myself um so yeah i think it's great that you know you come up with that common goal agree upon it and then use it as you know your inspiration and motivator to you know do the work you need to do uh on your own and then together you know as a partnership um so i wanted to also ask you you know out of the counseling work that you've done in the past um you know to come back to the individual um you know point of view um well have there been any I'm just wondering, you know, things that really stuck with you over the years um, or, you know, that just came out of the individual work, working with individual people that you noticed, um, you know, made a really big difference. If people could just do this, you know, or if they could just get beyond this thing, or if they would just do the work of this thing, like I always saw that that had a big effect, you know, or was a, a you know, big benefit for folks. So I'm just wondering 
out of the counseling and the therapy, because I've, I've sat there with, you know, psychologists in the past and, and both solo, you know, and then years later in, uh, you know, as partners and, and I like actually to do that. Um, even if I feel like, well, I don't know, there's anything terrible going on, but like you say, you know, that neutral point of view is always great. Um, but maybe for folks that you have, you know, really helped out of bad situations, I'm just wondering if you uh, noticed anything that seems to be, you know, particularly uh, helpful. Um, I think knowing what's yours and knowing, knowing what you're carrying from somebody else. That sounds really vague, but knowing if, and in particular, I've got a couple of clients that just kind of like jump into mind where stuff from their childhood, stuff that somebody has said, stories that we're told, narratives that we carry around with us that aren't relevant to us anymore, but we still hold close. Mm -hmm. Being able to recognize what you want to carry forward with you and then having the courage to put down what you don't need anymore. Mm. Um, you know, negative. So a lot of it is about mindset and confidence, you know, yeah. and I'm a big believer that mindset and confidence comes from your past. So those negative stories, those, those, those labels that were put on you when you're younger, are they yours? Or are they somebody else's? Mm. Like, do you need to be still believing that story? Or are you ready to kind of like break that mold and, and leave that behind and, and carry on? And that's, that's confidence. Mm. It's a confidence issue to be able to say, this, this isn't mine anymore. I don't, need to, I don't need to carry this with me anymore. I'm, I'm ready to kind of break free. You know, Christmas is always a really good reminder of this for me because... Um, I, 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 what I, what I love and hate about Christmas, but I, I see it, I see it all the time, is that we're all grown ups, right? We're all living our own life. We've got jobs, we've got partners, we've got children, we've got our homes. And then as soon as you're back round into your parents' house at right, <laughs> Christmas yeah. dinner, right, yeah. you go back to being the youngest child, the middle child, the eldest, like wh yeah. whatever it is. And all of that crazy dynamic kicks out again. And, you know, like, it doesn't matter how many qualifications I've got, however right. great my business is, that's, however that's wonderful a, my family is. amazing, isn't it? And it just points uh, to I've, the fact of what you said earlier, which is that, you know, you are a big believer that those things carry with you, um, regardless of how big they were or ongoing or whatever. Yeah. But you're exactly right. I mean, that's why you, does just like you're just starting to say before I so rudely interrupted you, you know, that okay, it doesn't, it doesn't matter the you know, how much money we've made or the, or the companies that we've grown or whatever. It's like, you know, like I said, we're all just back in the playground as those kids again, That's especially, it. especially That's with, it. yeah, especially with your family. I mean, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I mean, there's a time and a place for that. And that's, you know, it, it but, but know it, you know, know it, be, be, acknowledge it and then carry forward what you want to carry forward, but leave behind what you don't need anymore.
Yeah, such a good and, piece and, of advice. And that, you know, that, that can go into various areas of life. You can take that and you can put that in whatever pot you want. You can put it in all of them or you can put it in just one of them. But that mm. will apply to everybody in some way, shape or form. Yeah, it's such a great thing. It leads me back to uh, sometimes talking about um, on earlier podcast today. Um, and that was that, um, you know, we've got this brain, which is just doing its job as this thought factory that just keeps pumping out thoughts all day long. Uh, you know, the research says something like 60 or 70,000 thoughts a day pass through our head. Um, and obviously they're all not great or positive or helpful or beneficial thoughts. Um, and so I'm curious what, um, you know, what sort of practical advice or tips do you give folks um, to combat, you know, negative thinking, maybe like you say, you know, back at Christmas time, and now all these things come up again. Now all these negative thoughts come into your head and, and you know, uh, you know, you become pessimistic about things, or you just have all these negative thoughts swirling around um, that, you know, they're like uh, bees or bats getting stuck in your hair and you're trying to swat them away and move those things out. Um, what's some practical advice that maybe you offer to people when that comes up? Um, so for me personally, I'm massive on affirmations. Mm. Um, and I write my affirmations out every morning without mm. fail. Mm. Um, I've got post-it notes around my house reminding me of those things. Mm. And I, I, and I, and I listen to affirmations as well. Now, everybody will have their own way of wanting to, to rewrite their, their, their positive script. I like writing. So I like to write those out every day. I like to listen to them. I walk my children to school. So when I walk back, I listen to a recording of like positive messages and mm. reaffirming my goals. And it's me talking to, in my, into my phone for like 25 minutes, which is my walk home. Um, and just really kind of like re rewiring, mm, yeah. really, really drumming that stuff home as much as possible. Um, one thing that I ask my clients to do, which I, I think is is um, is a really uh, really useful exercise, is and this is this is a similar sort of thing, but a bit different. Is like write out everything that you've achieved, that you feel proud of, or that you feel good about. Mm. Like, let's stay away from everything that you haven't done, everything that you're not good at. Like, I don't want to know any about that. Like, write out everything that you feel good about yourself. It doesn't matter whether you've got a PhD or whether you're great at making cakes. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care. Write it all out and have it in black and white and just, like, look at it and just say, damn it, that's, that's a great list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? It doesn't have to be a roll of wallpaper. It just has to be a few good things that you can take ownership for and that you can feel proud about. So whenever you have those niggling doubts, um, mm. you can look at them and say, yeah, like I've got this. Like I said, plant them around the house if you want to, or just have some really clear, um, you know, like my, my, when I write out my affirmations, a lot of that is gratitude. It's a lot of stuff that I just feel really thankful for. Like I said, it doesn't have to be big things. Like I'm grateful every day for my children. I'm grateful every day that I've got food in the, in the cupboards. Mm. You know, I'm grateful every day for my health. You know, I'm, there, there are so many things that we can 
there are so many things that we can really concentrate on that are negative and that are down. And actually, we've just yeah. got to learn to just concentrate on all of the things that are good. It doesn't matter how big or small they are, but just be grateful for the things that, you know, I saw a lovely meme on um, on Facebook the other day. And yeah, and I, I can't remember it exactly, but it's like, be grateful for your job because there are thousands of people that would want a, that need a job. Yeah, you know, exactly. be grateful for right. your home because however small and untidy it is, there are millions of people that would, would die for a home mm, like right, yours. Right, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like all of those Absolutely. things. Like my husband and I were in the shop the other day and we were buying school shoes for the girls. And I, I, I said, oh, we came out, I was just like, the woman was so miserable, so <laughs> miserable. And I was just like, Jesus, like, I, I don't understand why people, and he was just like, well, you know, like, she's really unhappy and what have you. And I was like, no, because there are so many people that would love to have a job in a shoe shop and yeah. have a regular salary, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't want like, okay, fine. Like she might've been having a bad day. Like I'm not dissing on her, but like, actually we, we, we all have things to be grateful for. Absolutely. There's always something there. I mean, I'm a, you know, uh, you know, got my gratitude notebook sitting in front of me, you know, and it's like, write those 10 things down every morning. So a lot of times it's the same stuff, but still it reminds me, you know, that's something She's to be still happy grateful, and grateful for, for it. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, new stuff comes on to there. And um, so, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more about, um, you know, realizing that, you um, there's always a worse situation. You know, there's always somebody who um, has, has it much worse than we do. Um, I'm always rattling off statistics on the podcast about, you know, the three and a half billion people who have never had their blood pressure taken, you know, never has seen a doctor in their life, never will. Um, you know, the third of the people that are going to bed hungry around the entire world every day, yeah. blah, blah, blah. you know, it's like all those statistics go on and on. Yeah. But it does. Leave, I, it sounds like you want to say something. So go go on, because I have. Yeah, a question no, about I was, was going to but... say like like it, it, it's 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 exactly like what I was saying earlier about the difference between counselling and coaching. Because it's okay to feel low, like it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel depressed, or you know whatever mm -hmm. it is. Like if you want to feel pissed off, like sit with it. Like mm -hmm. sit with the emotion. Be depressed. Be be pissed off. Be whatever but then move on. Just don't stay there. Yeah. Like, it, like feel the emotion, thank the emotion and then move forwards. Yeah. Acknowledge it give it the value. Know that you're right yep. for having her. It's okay to have it. You know, you deserve that. Um, but then ultimately we have to make a choice whether we want to put that on or we want to carry that rock on our back, yep. you know, for the next 25 miles or, or not. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, when I'm talking about, you know, the gratitude that we can all find somehow in our life. I mean, pain is pain. I don't discount, you know, anybody's pain. You know, you can have everything in the world be, you know, uh, you know, rich as hell and, you know, sitting in your house crying, uh, you know, because your mom never said I love you or whatever, you know, your pain is, but pain is real for everybody, rich, poor, old, young, whatever, in whatever country you happen to be in. Um, it's real. Um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, for folks who, um, you know, who can't go out there and literally throw themselves, you know, into another country or go, you know, okay, I'm going to go uh, live like a homeless person, see what that feels like. And holy crap, maybe that'll snap me out of this, you know, kind of bitching and complaining that I seem to be doing. Maybe it's just me with this negative attitude. And how can I change my attitude? Like some folks, <clears throat> excuse me, some folks really, 
need to like feel a totally different experience in their life in order to, you know, shock their mentality, um, you know, into a different perspective. And I was just saying before you got on that, um, you know, I, I think we are all born um, leaning towards a more, I don't want to say pessimistic, but a more cautious view of the world because, you know, we're all animals. And, and when, you know, a, a lion hears a noise, you know, out in the jungle, they don't think, oh, gee, maybe that's something, you know, that an ice cream drop coming to, you know, treat me. They think there's another damn animal that's going to take something I have that's going to kill me, eat me, whatever. And it's that self, you know, preservation instinct that as humans, we all have, you know, we're, so we tend to have, you know, our first gut reaction is always to like mm, mistrust or to uh, double check or like, uh, is that, you know, watch out for that thing. Be careful. I mean, it's what our parents say to us and bring us up that way. It's out of a good, you know, intention and everything. Um, but, you know, we end up sometimes letting that really pull us into like a, uh, in an island of our own, you know, that we're so protective and we're so kind of just self-centered and it ends up, you know, being a selfish outlook on life. Um, so I'm just curious, you know, what, uh, what in that realm, you know, kind of on the larger scale of gratitude, I guess, what are some of the things that maybe you offer to, offer to your clients so that they can really feel a different life so that maybe they will feel or see through a new perspective for their own life? Um, well, I mean, obviously that's going to be situation specific, right. but there's a, a, a you know, empathy is a wonderful thing mm -hmm. um so you know a little bit like that that um really probably bad example I gave of the lady <laughs> in the shoe shop but you know like what was going on for her like maybe she was having a bad day like you know mm -hmm. understanding what is going on um for, for for the other person or what is what what is the other what is the other way that I can look at this what, what is it? This is my perspective. What would mm. be another perspective? You know, in like my, my couple's work or in my individual work, um, you know, if we're talking to somebody about a situation that's happened, then I'll, I'll often ask, what do you, in fact, I said this to somebody this morning, what would she say if you asked her that? Mm -hmm. what, what would that person, right? yeah, what would, what would, what would, what would her experience be of that situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just the other side, the other yeah. point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not always easy to do. It's not no, always easy to no, do. Sure, right. But, sure. but actually when we take the time to do that, there's often a very different perspective. Yeah. Well, I know we're getting towards the top of the hour. So I like to ask guests, you know, as we're getting towards that time, um, you know, what is, what is it for yourself that, um, helps to keep you motivated, um, you know, with the work you're doing, because I, I, like I say today, you know, had first world problems, uh, bring me down. And I use that as an example of, you know, putting my own toolkit of resources to work, you know, or the things that I talk about on the show or that others talk about on the show. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to apply those things and I'll take the audience along with me, you know, so we can see how they work, if they work, if they help and so on. Um, 
And sometimes that's just tough to do, right? Because you want to feel sorry for yourself or you just want to wallow in it for a bit or you think, well, I deserve some extra attention for this crap that's come my way. Um, but, you know, folks out there who are listening to this show, they're taking a step, you know, they're here for a reason to listen. Um, but it's not always to keep going and keep doing this. Um, and I have found, you know, periods of my life where I'm more, you know, kind of introspective and I'm doing the work and, and then you let that go. And it's like, and you notice the difference, um, you know, if you haven't been so good about it, you're not doing the things that, you know, you've been talking about, but what do you um, offer to folks as far as how to keep motivated, to keep doing the work that they may have already started? Just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Even if you're, only doing it half-assed mm. just keep doing it mm. because if we know what we are working for and we know that what we're doing is working um then just keep going you don't have to be running a marathon you don't have to be sprinting mm. but every time you take a small step forward you're still moving forwards yeah, so, so just keep going it's so great because as you were saying that i was i was seeing that I'm, I'm a big you know fan of exercise and using that to you know change the chemicals in your body and to yeah you know, really yep, yep, bring yep, you yep, up yep, and all yep. of that you know the physiological yep. part of it and as you were starting to chat, I, I was just envisioning somebody, you know, who's just standing in place and they're just you know, sort of walking in place, you know, lollygagging in place, you know, but moving their shoulders up and down a little bit, swinging their arms. And, you know, it's like, well, I'm not running or I'm not doing the marathon, but you know what? I'm not I'm sitting. Here. Yeah. I'm not sitting yeah. on the couch and quit uh, and give up already. I'm still love it. moving. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I love that example because even if my yoga practice is ridiculously slow and <laughs> right. uneventful, right? right? The yeah. fact that I'm on my yoga mat, and this is the great thing about exercise, and I love exercise. I'm delighted with your example. You know, it's not just the physical, it's not just the chemicals, it's the actual sense of I didn't feel like it, but I showed up and I did it anyway. Mm. And I didn't do it great. You know, you can run around the block. You can do your, your, your 2K run or your 1K run or your, your miles, right? Miles. Right. You do, do a one mile run, right? And, but like over lockdown, the best that I could do sometimes was walk it. Mm -hmm. But I went out and I did it. Yeah. yeah. So you, it doesn't have to be a sprint. You can yeah. literally, you can literally walk it, but just do it. Yeah. And it's, uh, so true what you say. I mean, yes, you might not be getting the same physical benefit, you know, on your yoga mat when you're kind of not really doing it, you know, you might be getting no benefit from it physically, but mentally you can still give yourself a pat on the back that like, yeah. well, at least I didn't, you know, I didn't totally I didn't give up. I, I, and I, that pat yeah. on the back is really important. You know, yeah. that, that be, being able to say, yeah, I did it. It, 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 it it's so important because if you can do it when you're not feeling great then you know that you can do it at any time and and it's when you stop it's like just what you said earlier when you stop that's when the problem is because if you stop today then you'll you'll probably stop tomorrow yeah 
And then once you stop tomorrow, it's just so much harder to get back into it. Yeah, that is the truth. Well, I think we can all give ourselves a pat on the back today for showing up (laughs) and being here. Brilliant. You know, and uh, and for the listeners listening in and doing something that's taken a step towards, you know, getting them unstuck, living happy and free. Um, That's why we're here. And I can't thank my guest, Pascal, enough for coming on board today. And once again, your website where folks get in touch with you if they want to, you know, ask you any questions or maybe actually do some work with you. Fantastic. Yeah, it's you fulfilled, Y O U F U L F I L E D dot co dot UK. And by the way, for anybody who doesn't hear that clearly, that dot co is just meaning just dot co dot UK. Yes. Oh, brilliant. Correct? Yes. Yeah, well okay, done. Great. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pascal, for coming on. You have made uh, the end of this day because i didn't know what the outcome of this day was going to be like i said you know, uh, i was like maybe this is going to be strike three and it'll be the first time ever this happens <laughs> you know yeah so i thank you personally uh, from the bottom of my heart of not making me swing out uh, you know strike out here at the batter's box today i got a hit so uh, i really appreciate lovely. you coming on board and uh really refreshing to you know chat with you so Thank you for doing what you're doing for people out there. It's obviously making a difference. And I'm so happy for you that it's, you know, making a difference for you too. And you can follow that dream and passion. And for our listeners out there, here's a great prime example. Uh, Pascal's an example that you can get to where you really want to be. Um, and you can achieve, you know, that life that uh, you may have dreamed about, but you seem, uh, you know, to think maybe you've gotten off track and you don't have it. It can happen. So, um, keep coming back, listen to the podcast, uh, visit Pascal's site, you know, do your, uh, your research and just continue to take one step at a time and stay on that yoga mat. Don't get off the yoga mat and get on the couch and stay on, stay on that <laughs> yoga mat, folks. So let's all see each other again on the yoga mat. Be happy to be there. So thank you again, Pascal. Amazing. Have a great thank rest you so of the much. day. And uh, to the listeners out there, we'll see you right back here next time, same place. And uh, do take care now. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye now.